Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In 29 seconds, we are going to hook up with our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And our headliner today is Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. But not before I tell you that guests on the show receive good certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to Jasper Avenue at 9990 Jasper Avenue. You can tell Chris and Chef Tap that Oilers Now sent you. Roos Chris is open tonight through close and then Tuesday through Sunday through close. Any orders game night, uh, Roos Chris is open and again, they're always open Tuesday uh, through Sunday from 5 until uh, closing. So, and I bring up Roos Chris because I'm going to bring Ken Holland in right now, the Oilers general manager. Ken, we had a dinner which you were kind enough to be uh, auctioned off for as part of the uh, uh, 630-10 course uh, golf tournament and there was it was a wide-ranging conversation. Did you think the season would go the way it kind of did, where your team would scuffle along at 21-18-3 and, and then have the best record again in the second half of the season and finish the year in a 14-0-1 you know, and one in the last 15? It was kind of a different year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, you know, I, I guess, you know, a year ago, Bob was able two years and one. When, uh, halfway through, we had to make a coaching change, and this year was probably no different. We were... Uh, just a little bit above 500, and I think we were what maybe ninth place around Christmas time, and and then the second half played at a very very high level. So uh, um, excited to be playing our best hockey uh, down the stretch, and uh, I can't wait for tonight to get going. It's the best time of the year. The Oilers are 18-2 and one since you acquired Matthias Ekholm. The Ekholm Bouchard pairing together are plus 19 uh, at, uh, at at five on fives with a 61% goal share. Was that ex- was that your expectation when you orchestrated that deal? Did you think it would work out like that? Well, I, I don't know. You ever already know how. I mean, I was looking to acquire a defenseman that was a veteran guy that was given some presence. He's got some physicality, but most importantly, he was a defender. And, you know, we can score goals. And I, I think that, uh, you know, coming in here, like, you, you don't really, you never until until he comes in. But I think a few things have happened. I think that uh, right off the bat, he found great chemistry with, uh, with Evan Bouchard. And I think Evan Bouchard, you know, had wonderful chemistry with Duncan Keith last year, the last half of the year. And this year was kind of searching. So I think uh, since we've got Ekholm, uh, Evan's played his best hockey uh, of, uh, of the year. And, uh, and then it's sort of... Uh, you know, there's uh, Darnell Nurse and Ekholm can play together, and and uh, um, the, the, the guys that can kind of slide around. So it's just made us kind of deeper. And and I, it's not only Ekholm. Also, the other thing that's been a real nice surprise for us has been the development of uh, and the emergence of any Deharnay on the back end. So all of a sudden, you know, you got three good three good pairs, and uh, we've got uh, six foot seven Deharnay and Ekholm six foot four, and and Boots uh, playing the best hockey of. Uh, of the year, you know, this is the last uh, last 25 games, so a bunch of things happened, but I don't think you could have predicted it. Uh, Ken, uh, two years ago when you played Winnipeg, your second pairing, and that's so you, you played Nurse and Larson together, 
and then your second pairing, and Chris Russell played as you-know-what off for you. Uh, and Tyson Berry was a well-liked guy, but they're both smaller guys. You have a huge defense now. You know, uh, Ekholm, 6'4", Nurse, 6'4", Kulak, 6'2", Bouchard, 6'2", CC, 6'3 Deharnay, 6'6". Was this a plan of yours to try to build a bigger defense? Yeah, I love big defenses, and I think if you look at, you know, the teams that have won recently, you look at the size of Tampa Bay's defense, you look at the size of St. Louis when they won, uh, you know, with Pareko and Pietrangelo and a few other people, uh, you know, I, I think that there's always a place for the, you know, smaller defensemen, but I think you do need to have two, three, four, you know, bigger rangier defensemen. There's just, time, you know, penalty-killing long sticks matchups against the other teams big strong powerful forwards you know net front presence uh, taking up space and blocking shots in the last minute or two if you're trying to protect a one goal lead so uh, um, I do like big defenses but certainly if you've got uh, six guys that are six feet and they're all elite puck movers that also is pretty good too but it's it's hard to build that so uh, um, you know great job by Keith Gretzky and Peter Shirelli before who uh, who had drafted some big defensemen and we sent him down the American League and uh, you know Nima Linen was big Deharnay big but Bush Bush had been down there for a year and Kessel Ring who we traded away to uh, in the deal to to acquire Bukestad so uh, you know we've Bakersfield had a, you know their fingerprints on uh, developing these young defensemen and you know now Bush and Bush is here Broberg's a big guy spent time in Bakersfield Deharnay so certainly uh, having a bigger defense was a plan and them playing at the American Hockey League level was was really good for their development. Uh, Stuart Skinner has taken a quantum step forward from his first pro year in, in the league and, and Jack Campbell at the end of the day Jack Campbell didn't necessarily get to where I think you guys envisioned he'd get to though he did close the season well uh, but just a thought on how far Stuart has come and what he's provided this team. Well, I mean, 29 wins as a rookie. I think I think 40 leads the league. So, you know, he's he's he's, he's and he's, and, he's, and uh, he's got what a 9-12 or 9-13 saves percentage or 9-14 saves percentage. He's had a great year for us. I think he should be a uh, a rookie of the year candidate and should be one of the final three and maybe should win the rookie of the year. He's had that big of an impact on our team. Uh, he's gotten better here over the course of uh, of the year and uh, obviously down the stretch was a real workhouse for us. So he's, you know, if you're going to go on a long run in the playoffs, certainly goaltending's a, a big part of that. And we feel great about uh, um, Stu Skinner and, uh, you know, Jack, Jack played uh, some real good hockey the last uh, few games he was in. So we feel really good about our goaltending. Ken, when we were in Colorado on Monday last week, uh, towards the tail end of the practice, your power play, which was record-setting, best power play in NHL history, spent an extra, tw- I timed it, 27 minutes on the ice, um, just sort of between McDavid and Drysaddle and RNH, and then Zach Hyman and Evan Bouchard. When you have your top-end guys like Connor and Leon putting in that extra time, uh, does that make your job easier as a general manager? Well, I mean, first off, we're led by um, incredible uh, leadership in in, in uh, Connor and uh, and Leon and Darnell Nurse and and Hyman. But you know, they're they're passionate. They uh, they, um, they 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 care. They they're role models. They compete. They stay out extra. Last week in Denver, I saw in the morning skate the last two people off the ice was Connor McDavid and and uh, Jack Campbell. I think Connor was working on some things. So. When you, 
that's a big part of, of having a good team is having uh, great leadership, and uh, this team has great leadership. All right. Uh, you also didn't just pick up Ekholm. You picked up Bukestad, and, you know, you didn't have a lot of cap space when you took over in 2019. You took some flyers on some guys from Europe and, uh, you know, given some guys some second-chance opportunities. Are you much more comfortable where you're at right now um, with a bottom six where all 12 of your forwards had 10-plus goals this year? There were two other teams to do that. Ironically, they're both in the Pacific Division. That's Vegas and Seattle. But you're the only team with 250 goal scores and 435-plus goal scores. But you also got a team where everybody did contribute this year. Um, are you at a better place than maybe you were four or five years ago in terms of the depth of the forwards? Well, for sure. I mean, like you said, I, I think all 12 of our forwards scored double-digit goals. You get into a playoff series. Um, both teams as part of both teams is keys to success is to shut the other team's best players down. And um, some nights you're going to shut the other team's best players down or they're going to shut yours down and, and you've got to win on secondary scoring. So, you know, that was a big part of uh, us, I think, uh, you know, finishing what fifth or sixth over a top, top five or sixth or fourth overall in the, in the National Hockey League in points was certainly uh, uh, incredible years out of Connor and Leon and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. But you know, getting the lots of players down there with double-digit goals. You know, some nights uh, we we won uh, on our secondary scoring, and that's going to have to that's going to be part of the. Part of the puzzle that come playoff time, starting tonight, uh, you know they're going to shut your best players down, and you need you need some secondary scoring. So uh, we've got it. We're not just counting on uh, three or four people. Certainly, we've got a bunch of people that can pitch in and on different different times and different nights, and that's going to be a part of the solution. Can uh, business does go on here? You have Costin, uh, who's a restrict. I'm not so much worried about McLeod and Bouchard because I think those are inevitable. You know what I mean? You're going to get those guys have been drafted and developed players. Costin's an RFA. Yanmark's a UFA. Bukestead's a UFA. Derek Ryan's a UFA. Do you have conversations at these times or do you with the agents or, or do you want your players focused on playing? I do not. I, 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 uh, I want them to be totally focused on the playoffs and you get into a negotiation and sometimes it's an emotional roller coaster. The player gets disappointed or, or upset at the, the way the negotiations are going. And I think, you know, I think going back to my early years, 97, 98, and I was, we used to negotiate a little bit down the stretch and I made a decision, a personal decision that once I kind of got, you know, within a couple of weeks of the playoffs, if nothing was done. I wanted the entire focus of the, of, of each individual and the team to be on, on team success. And uh, I'll get out of all those things at the end of the, uh, the season. You know, it's no different. We're going to, we're going to have some real difficult decisions to make with it. If this cap never moves, I mean, it's going from 82.5 to 83.5 and, Certainly, uh, there's going to be a nice raise in there for Bush, and I've already negotiated a nice raise uh, for for Stu Skinner, and there's going to be a nice raise in there uh, um, built in for for Ryan McLeod. So we've got uh, some difficult decisions, but I'm hoping I'm going to have to worry about those decisions a couple of months from now after a nice long playoff run. Your team down in the minors was looking like they were going to miss the playoffs. They went 17-2 and two at home in the final 21 games. And two guys that maybe we weren't sure of in the fall, one a six foot four uh, right shot in terms of Raphael Lavoie led the team in goal scoring, and the other Noah Philp. 
Finished the year as the team's first line center, a six foot three right shot. He was top ten in the league in rookie even strength goal scoring. Uh, those are bigger guys. Uh, I'm going to assume you, you've got their rights. They're restricted, uh, but they, they're giving themselves a chance in the future, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Bakersfield's been a great story. I, I, I just read or saw the other day that I think since January 1, they have the third best record in the American Hockey League behind, uh, you know, the entire league behind, I think, Coachella Valley and, and, and Calgary. And, you know, I watched both them, both their games on the computer this weekend. Uh, they played Coachella Valley, who was fighting for uh, for first overall and, and, and needed the wins. So they were meaningful games, and Bakersfield won, won both games. So that, 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 that's been a great story there. And, and you've mentioned two of the guys that have been a big reason for that story uh rafi's got 25 goals i don't i think since december 1st i he maybe had one or two prior to december 1st but Raphael lavois has, has, has had a big impact he's got 25 goals he's six foot four uh he's playing with a lot of confidence and uh um he's a player that's got he's a waiver player next year so uh we're gonna he needs a big summer and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch him play here in the playoffs and if uh, we're, we're still playing, he's obviously going to be one of the players that's going to come up here and join our team uh, when, when their season's over. And Noah Phil's been a wonderful surprise. You've obviously watched him a lot at uh, U of A. We signed him to a contract. He's a restricted free agent. I think he, Noah had 19 goals, I think, and uh, six foot four, big, strong guy, uh, and, has, and has had a big impact on uh, the success of that team. So uh, those are two great, those, are, those two players have been great stories. Uh, for us down there and uh, um, the second half resurgence has been been exciting for uh, you know some of, some of the young players down there the Borgo had a goal and assist the other day obviously Holloway is playing down there now and he got hurt a little bit but he had a goal and assist the other night so uh, we've got some young people pitching in uh, and, and can contribute to their team's success which is uh, exciting for the Edmonton Oilers. Final question for you Ken uh, midway through last season you went to a place that you hadn't gone to you fired Dave Tippett during the year. Dave did a good job for you. Had good special teams, helped make the team competitive when there wasn't a lot of flexibility to upgrade the team. You promoted Jay Woodcroft, who had history with the Oilers, you know, experienced leaders, and had brought some of the younger players ar- ar- around uh, in the minors. Jay Woodcroft, since you, uh, you know, hired him and Dave Manson, has gone 76, 32, and 12. That's a 683 uh, points percentage. It is the highest points percentage of any NHL head coach um, in the last 47 seasons, dating back to when Tom Johnson uh, spent three seasons with the dominant Boston Bruins in the early 1970s before he had to get out of uh, coaching due to health issues. Uh, Suffice to say, to this point, it appears to have worked with Jay Woodcroft. Yeah, I'm glad you're not his agent. You if, if threw all those stats to me in a negotiation, so that's good news. But uh, I mean, just you know what? He's Jay's done a great job for us. Uh, you know, he's, he's he's paid his dues. And I think when I, at the press conference when he was announced, he said I think it was 17 or 18 years in the making. He's he's paid his dues. He's uh, he's learned the game. He's worked under. You know, I was with him in Detroit in 2006 and seven when he was a video coach under Mike Babcock, and then he went with Todd McClellan, and he, and he did a great job in running Bakersfield. So he's been uh, he's gone over to Europe, and, and, and you know he's 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 got a lot of passion. Um, and I think his biggest thing is he's a people person. He's uh, our team is incred- incredibly prepared. 
Um, and, you know, he's, uh, he, he, I think a coach's job, obviously, is to build relationships and get the most out of your team. And, you know, whether we dress 11 and 7 or 12 and 6, you know, he, he's, he's got different things to keep our players, you know, getting the best out of them and also maybe to keep the other coach a little bit on edge, knowing what, not what, doesn't know what, uh, what's coming over the, the bench from our team. So uh, he's had a big impact and a big, uh, his fingerprints are all over uh, um, last year's, uh, race to get into the playoffs and final four and certainly uh had a done an incredible job this year where i think what you said or i said fifth overall in the league in points and uh so uh he's he's done an incredible job for our team bottom line ken when you took the job you said you wanted to get the orders to a place where there was an expectation that you have a chance every year do you feel you have a chance this year Yes, I do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, certainly we went into last year feeling good about ourselves, Bob. You know, we had a great second half, and I wasn't, you know, the series with L.A. and an emotional series with Calgary, and um, obviously tough uh, sweep out by uh, by Colorado, but three of the four games were close. But, you know, we we kind of fumbled around a little bit the first half of the year, and I think, you know, when you go to the Stanley Cup, uh, you know, you play till the end of May, you come out in October. We weren't really, we didn't really have our game, but but since Christmas time, um, we're playing. We've played at a high level. I think we're as prepared and ready as we can be for this year's playoffs. Which the last year experience is is uh, is huge. So I'm excited. I think everybody's excited to get this thing started here tonight. And uh, uh, but I also know we're playing a team in L.A. Bob that. You know, we went seven games last year. They're a better team this year. Last year, they didn't have Doughty. They didn't have Arvidsson. Um, you know, they're, they're, they've got some growth as well. So they're a better team. We're a better team than we were last year. So this is going to be a tremendous series starting tonight. And I'm expecting a long series against a real, real tough opponent. But, uh, you know, we're as ready as we can be. We're healthy. We're going in feeling good about ourselves. And we're ready to, ready to, to lay it all out in the line here starting tonight. Awesome stuff. Ken, thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Ken Holland. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, and he's our Oilers now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. When we come back, I'll get to some of your texts and the Oilers now injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with 37 goals, 104 points in 82 games, plus 12 on the season, playing 19.48 per game. You can follow the Oilers to Los Angeles, California, to watch exciting playoff action for games three and four with New West Travel. This playoff package includes four nights accommodation at the Westin Hotel. Great lower bowl game tickets for games three and four. That's lower bowl tickets for games three and four. We're going to do a welcome reception as well with yours truly. We'll have a couple special guests swing by for that. Limited space available for the L.A. playoff roadie. Reach out to New West Travel, 780 7446 or visit newwesttravel.com. Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott, um, Cody Jansen, Brendan Escott, the entire Oilers radio network. And uh, we're going to get into the Oilers now injury report at 1256 in Edmonton. For our friends at James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, uh, Jim Brown, they are going to be. They're going to be pumped tonight watching the Oilers in action because, like you, they are fans of this hockey club in a big, big way. Edmonton's healthy. 
Uh, the Oilers are, I mean, Smith and Clefbaum have been on LTIR all season. The organization built around that. Uh, the Oilers are going to go 12-6 and six in tonight's game. Ud McClellan has confirmed that neither Kevin Fiala nor Gabe Velarde will be available for the LA Kings. Uh, both players scored 23 goals during the regular season. Fiala was leading the Kings before he went out of the uh, lineup. I think he, Jack uh, was saying, uh, he, Michael said he had only played three of the last 14 games for Los Angeles. He had 72 points in 69 games. That's a big loss for him. Real good offensive player for Los Angeles. Again, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. And a lot of you are uh, jumping in and jumping aboard and having at it. And there you go. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Why am I getting... Uh, Bob, did you see what Doughty said about McDavid? Yeah, I did. We ran the clip. Uh, it happens. Texas saying, loving the... Uh, uh, playoff opening. Uh, well, thank you very much. Special uh, shout out for uh, our group uh, in imaging. Bob, respect for playing Nickelback. Well, there you go. Good work there from Reed Wilkins and Derek and the gang on that front. You can text us anytime. Uh, uh, Hazen from Beaumont said, Bobby, the Nickelback had intro had me tapping my feet and snapping my fingers. It's a playoff game day in oil country. Let's go, boys. Well, it beats the heck out of the alternative. Not playing playoff hockey, if you know what I mean. 12.58 in Edmonton. At 105 today, he's an Edmonton sporting icon. Coming up for Contract Equipment Limited, George LaRock after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilbert. 